0: Blog Talk Radio Hard. And the pain come rushing back uh, Like a happy yesterday Now I'll put it in your hands You be the butter I'll be the clay
1: Joining for Bellamy, inspired guys. Um, you've just heard the song by Mr. Dietrich Haddon in Strange Land. Um, it's actually one of my favorite songs right now. I'm going to go ahead and go into prayer really quickly. Father God, we come to you right now. God, thanking you for everything you've done in our lives. Um, God, we know that you are building and you are showing us the way to live the life that you desire for us to live. God, we invite you in, God, in this show tonight on Veranda Bellamy Inspired Decrease Veranda Bellamy, God, as you show yourself through what she has to share with the listeners tonight. Um, God, we thank you, Father, for everything. We give you all the praise, honor, and glory. In the name of Jesus, we do pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Guys, thank you all for joining the call. I really, really do appreciate it. I see quite a few people on tonight, guys, and um, we're just going to go ahead and continue in the financial series um, that's been going on for the month of January. Um, the month is almost up. This is the last Sunday of the uh, month of January of 2014. We are already moving into February of 2014. Time literally waits on no man or woman Um, So we really have to take action now. And I wanted to start the series off with, you know, start off with, you know, talking about finances for January because I just wanted to really, you know, bring something um, of relevancy to you guys so that you would have something that can really spill and inspire and share with you. Um, throughout the remainder of the year so that when you get to, you know, Thanksgiving and Christmas, the holiday time, you're not finding yourself in a bind. You're not having to crunch um, to try to, you know, get gifts and things of that nature for people. You already have your money um, in a better standing this year than you did last year. Um, So that's really what kind of motivated this series to come about for January. January oftentimes is just the start of new beginnings for everyone. So... um, Guys, I just wanted to go ahead and start there. So um, we have shared quite a bit of information about, you know, finances um, over the past, I think it's been maybe three um, shows this month, so uh, it's been quite a bit that's shared about it. So if you ever want to go back and listen to any of the previous shows, you certainly can do so at any time um, by logging on to com and going to the radio tab, um, there's all the shows that's been recorded is, is right there for you to click on and listen to. Um, also on verondabellamy.com, Veranda you will see all the things that I'm working on um, from my philanthropy efforts with Bridging the Gap um, of America, which is previously known as Bridging the Gap of, Gap of North Carolina. Um, and then um, the Sparkle Diva mentoring group that I have that I'm very, very proud of. And, you um, You'll see information about my book, The Paint Stops, today on there as well. Um, just a bunch of information on the fact that I'm finishing up a counseling degree. And um, I do coaching. I do nonprofit um, business business consultation as well. So I do quite a bit of stuff, guys. Um, don't ask me how I do it all. I say it's to God in me, honestly. Um, that gives me the strength to carry on day to day and to do um, everything that i do i do it with the thought in mind of me being able to as i like to say bring you content of relevancy um i see that so many people are struggling in in so many different areas of their lives so i'm trying to help people fill the voids and you know provide them with information and insight that will propel individuals into living the life of their dreams um that's really my whole focus my whole premise um and why i do what i do so um Continuing on to the financial series, guys. And before I do that, actually, let me just shout out my husband, Mr. Nicholas Bellamy. Happy late anniversary! Um, our anniversary actually was yesterday, guys, and it was a great day for us. And um, we—it was very eventful. And um, the highlight of the of the anniversary was getting some um, tickets for couples dancing, which is something I've always wanted to do. So he listens. So honey, thank you so much. I really do appreciate that. Um, happy anniversary. So actually guys, I'm feeling a little jazzy right now. So before we go any further, if you don't mind, I'm going to dedicate this song to my husband, Nicholas Bellamy. You guys hold the line, okay? Enjoy. Love it <laughs> That was let I blame you Mr. Nicholas Bellamy For just you know being Such the God-fearing husband that you are And so supportive in everything that I do Honey Thank you again Um, guys so we're going to go ahead and keep the party rolling here with Veranda Bellamy inspired um, financial series and if you again again if you're just now joining the call and you want to listen to the previous shows um you can go to www.verandabellamy.com and listen to go to the radio tab and and listen to the previously recorded shows there as well so um we're going to talk about, you know, really, what does the Bible say about um, money? And one scripture that I found that really um, I like was uh, Proverbs 13:11, and And um, what it reads is, wealth gained by dishonesty will be, dismin- will be diminished, but he who gathers by labor will increase. So, you know, if you're doing things the right way, you're paying your tithe, you, you are, you know, going out and you're working, you're not doing anything in- – illegal um the money is going to continue to grow for you you're going to have you know more of an advantage to really you know have more income coming in so be a good steward over your money do things the right way guys um as as often as you possibly can um as it relates to you know your finances do it the right way that's that's really what that scripture is saying um because if you're doing anything out of dishonesty it's going to diminish like it's not going to last right so um create yourself a spending plan you know a lot of people like to say a monthly budget um i was reading something and it, it basically gave it a different spend and it was saying you know create a spending plan um a way of you know gear, I guess, identifying how to um, have more control over your money, determine what goes where, when, and why, right? So um, that's that's key. If you need some help with creating a spending plan, um, I would suggest that you contact your local Crown Financial Organization. Um, They're really known for doing that. My husband and I, we've worked with them before. It's been a few years now. Um since we've worked with them, but they're really good with helping um, individuals create you know spending plans and things of that nature. So moving along, twelve steps to good money management. Number one, pay bills on time to avoid late fees. Those late fees that you you know you you get by not paying your bills on time could be used to go towards a savings account it could be used to pay off another debt that you may have. Get in the habit of paying the bills on time. So if your bill is due, say, January the 26th, then you probably should have that that particular bill. If you, I don't know how you pay your bills, but if you do it through online banking, um, through your, your banking account, you should set that up in bill payment maybe um, a few days before the due date um, to avoid, you know, Fridays being a delay in when the payment is received to the creditor, Um, So just go ahead and set it up to come out a few days before. So if it's due on the 26th, then you can send that payment out on the 22nd, and they'll definitely get the payment on time. That way you're not going to, you know, have any type of late fees that you'll have to deal with or anything of that nature. Um, There's an article here that I have that I found um, that I want to, you know, just speak to you guys about, and it's in regards to, you know, paying your credit card statements and bills. by the due date Um, it says here if you're like a lot of people your monthly bills lack balance they are weighted toward the beginning or of the month making it tough to scrape together enough money to pay all the bills at once it's probably worse at the beginning of the month when you have a hefty mortgage or rent payment payment and maybe a car payment and a credit card bill or two due um, than it would be for you in the middle of the month your bills don't total nearly as much, right? So a balancing act to that is why not move your bills around so they're not so heavy one part of the month and so light at another? Some issuers will allow you to balance out your monthly payments by changing the due dates on your credit cards. All you have to do is call the customer service number on the bill and simply ask. Um, Just make sure that you pay your bills on time while the changes take effect. Don't expect this to be a quick fix For a cash flow crunch Um, it takes a billing cycle generally and sometimes two before the due date changes take effect Um, meantime you have to observe your due dates before the change takes takes effect or you'll risk late payment changes um, and charges and possibly an unfriendly notification on your credit report so guys get in the habit of you know if you haven't been doing this you know, it's going to take practice, it's going to take time for you to get in the habit of making sure all of your bills are paid um, by the due date. It will take time for that, but, you know, start somewhere. Start with, you know, your smallest bill and start making sure that's paid um, by the due date and not, you know, a couple of days later um, to avoid any type of late fees or anything that may be um, coming down the pipeline if you, you know, pay it late. Um and paying your bills, it is a balancing act. You have to find, you know, ways to really um, find a time of the month when you can go ahead and pay those bills, have money left over, put some money in savings, um, and you know, make sure life is still rolling f- um, freely for you. And it's all about, you know, like I said at the beginning, um, creating yourself a spending plan. You have to do that. Um, sometimes it's, it's even beneficial to go back and reflect on that spending plan that you've created um, several times throughout the month just to make sure that you're on the right track. Um, it could be as simple as one app that um, I use. is actually by, uh, I think it's called Mint, M-I-N-T. Um, there is, it's basically an app that you can use to put all of your credit information in there, any bills you have any type of savings you have, any 401Ks you have, and um, it tallies up, like, everything that you have um, in terms of debt, your savings. Um, it reminds you when your bills are due. Um, it's just a really, a really valuable tool to have, and it's a free app that you can download um, on your computer. I have it on my desktop. Um, I have it on my phone as well. So you can have it with you at all times and basically just get a, you know, a quick glimpse of what's going on with your finances. And I think it even notifies you. I want to say it notifies you. Maybe that's another app that I'm using. But I, I think it notifies you when um, there may be a change in your credit. Um, so go ahead and get the Mint, M-I-N-T app, and um, make that accessible um, and make that a part of you creating, you know, this this healthy um, spending plan that's going to, you know, basically set you up to increase your credit score, um, to go ahead and create a healthy savings plan for yourself, um, to start investing money, um, and things of that nature. So that was step number one, pay bills on time to avoid late fees. Um, moving on to, um, credit card penalties, um, and how they can really, you know, wreak havoc, you know, it's, Basically, here, an article that I have in front of me, it says some of the nation's top credit card look to jack up already bulging profits have boosted their late payment penalty fees to $35. Um, Citibank, um, MBNA America, and Discover will pile the increased fee on any customers with a balance of $1,000 or more who miss a payment deadline. The late fee penalty for balances less than $100 is $15, with a $25 fee for balances between $100 and $1,000. With the average American household carrying more than $8,000 in credit card debt, those $35 late charges could apply to a whole lot of people. Credit card issuers have been bumping up late fees and over-the-limit fees and shortening grace periods, making it tougher for customers to pay on time. They've also introduced new fees on overseas transactions and balance transfers. The tougher approach is paying off on the bottom line. In 2001, the credit card industry had its most profitable year in 11 years. Pre-tax return on assets, a key measure of profitability, averaged 4% in 2001, the highest level since 1989, according to um, R.K. Hammer Investment Bankers in Thousand Oaks California fee fee income the bulk of which comes from penalty fees accounted for thirty one percent of profits in two thousand one up from twenty eight percent in two thousand we expect issuers to raise fee income for nuances nuance fees late fees over limit fees etc and adopt new fee producing services as well um, so basically what this is saying guys is that the credit card companies um, if you're even a day late, you'll get hit with like a late fee that's thirty five dollars you know a hundred dollars depending on what um how much you have how much credit you have due on the um the balance of the account. That's a way for these credit card companies to make money. They're already making money off of the interest of whatever you've charged, and they're adding to that now by these late fees that are just completely you know bogus um, as it relates to credit cards. Um, now, when it comes to homes and things of that nature, now I do believe in you know late fees for homes, and if you're not paying your mortgage when you're supposed to pay it and getting hit with a late fee, like I, I just feel like that's that's um, you know to a lot to a large extent, unless it's something that's going on, you've lost a job or something to that degree, um, it's irresponsibility for lack of better words is what it is. So, stay on top of it, don't get hit with any of those fees, um, and you can avoid that very easily by making sure you pay your bills um, by the due date, not five days later or a day later, but by that due date, okay? Um, Number two, pay more than the minimum on your credit cards. Um, Researching that, and I think I talked a little bit about this last Sunday, actually, um, the benefits to paying more. Um, than the minimum on your credit cards is, you know, the obvious. It's going to help pay off that balance. So whatever your balance is, you pay more to it, then, of course, it's going to decrease, right? Um, so get in the habit of doing it, even if it's nothing but, you know, $10 more, $20 more, whatever you have um, extra after creating a savings account. So you want to make that savings account like at the top of your radar. So um, savings account, your tithing, your mortgage should be like your first three that you have listed on your financial plan. So, um, and then you do your your bills or whatever, but that's just how my household does, that's how we do ours. Um, But yeah, you want to get in the habit of paying more so that you can start paying down whatever um, the credit balance is. And over time, you'll see that You've paid it off, it's gone, it's no longer, and then refrain from, you know, using that credit card any longer. And I know that's a challenge, one that I've been challenged with myself before, um, but definitely something that can be accomplished. So um, one of the the tips for spending less um, from something I've researched, um, it says living below your means, um, control versus competence. It's so simple and yet so few people do it. The easiest way to build an ostrich-sized nest egg is by spending as little of your money as possible. We're not suggesting living on, you know, beans or driving a car that should be in the junkyard. Um, Just making a conscious effort, you know, to monitor spending and make cuts where possible. Essentially, it's called living below your means. Why would you want to do this in a world where easy credit gives us access to the latest electronics? upscale restaurants and dream vacations. There are, there are as many reasons as there are people. It can help guarantee you'll have enough for retirement or that you'll be able to retire early, my goal, or pay off college, um, buy a summer home, take some time off to learn a new career, the list goes on and on. Save more, save, um, save more, stress less. Living below your means, or L-B-Y-M, also can mean life with a lot less stress. Isn't that a great just thought to have and living within your means? Um, It would be nice to not worry about where the money will come from if the car breaks down or the dryer conks out. It would be great not to have to juggle bills each month to figure out which can be paid and which have to wait for the next paycheck. It would be great to not live from paycheck to paycheck. Trying to make this work can leave you feeling like a salmon swimming upstream. It's just almost impossible. Our entire culture makes it easy for you to get in, get into, um, get into, hock up to your, get basically to, our society makes it easy for you to just get credit um, from anywhere. It's just, and you're doing that, if you're having to get credit, then you're obviously living above your means, right? Um, Basically, it goes on to say this is the first full-blown generation in which we have a credit card economy. Um, And this was quoted by a psychologist um, from University of Wisconsin. Um, We used to have layaway. You didn't get something before you could afford it. We're one of the few cultures on the planet where getting ahead is more important than getting by wow, that's profound. We're one of the few cultures on the planet where getting ahead is more important than getting by. So, guys, you know, really just try to implement control versus competence. You know, when it's something that you really want, wait to get it when you can actually pay for it in cash. You know, um, things like clothes and, you know, just small things, not huge pur- um, purchases, unless you hit the lottery, then you need to be contacting me, right, to share that with me. But, no, seriously, when it comes to clothes and shoes and purses and, and you know, jewelry and whatever, stuff like that, guys, wait, you know, pay cash for it. And um, don't, you know, go, be so quick to swipe it on a card, because unless you pay that card balance off within the 30 days of the time you've charged it, then you're going to be hit with, Basically, you know, you're going to be hit with um, interest for the charges. So you need to get in the habit of actually having the money set aside to pay cash for these things that you really want. You know, um, just being a good steward over your money is really what it's about. Um, And that tip was just, you know, pay more than the minimum on your credit cards. And those things I've shared was just an extension to that, okay? Um, Step number three read your bank statement regularly. How many of us are guilty of getting a bank statement and not reading it? Like we get them and we shred them. Okay, that's okay if you're going to your bank statement online and you're reviewing your statement line by line to make sure things are adding up. We put so much trust in our banks. Um, You know more so than your bank what you have paid. Um, Your bank is a great record-keeping, you know, resource to use, but at the end of the day, it's just better for you to know exactly what's going in and out, Um, and then you compare your knowledge and what you've done um, in comparison to what the bank is doing just to make sure things are okay. You know, we've heard past months how people are hacking into major companies like Target, Target, um, Walmart, you know, these stores that we shop in all the time, and they're getting everybody's credit card information down to the actual freaking PIN number, and they're hacking into accounts and basically just doing whatever they want to do with your money. Well, if you're not watching what's going on, you, you know, wake up one day and all of a sudden all your money's gone, you know, or over time you may see that there was a, a charge that took place at Kalamazoo, for lack of better words, um, that you – didn't even know was taking place, and they this person is charging, just say you know, fifty dollars once a week, you know, to get whatever they want, and you're not paying attention to it. Then it's two hundred dollars basically that's come out of your account that you never authorized. So there's you know, it's relevancy and actually staying on top of what's going on in your account. Um, it's great to look at your bank statement. Most banks, I think, send those to you monthly. If you don't want to do that then certainly log on to your bank online and um, check what's going on, what's coming in, what's going out. Make sure everything is is aligning appropriately as your memory serves you, okay? Um, So that step, again, was just read your bank statement regularly. Get in a habit of that. I don't care if you are a millionaire and having an accountant that's really looking over your money, um, even then still you need to know what's going on with your money it is your money god has blessed you with that money so you have to be a good steward over your money and know what's happening i think a lot of millionaires you know go rich they basically not go rich but they um end up in bankruptcy and broke because they are not they're putting all their trust in this quote unquote accountant to take care of all of their finances when they're not really reflecting on it themselves. They're not really staying in tune with it and um, going back over what that actual accountant is doing, and, and people will rob you, right? So, Guys, get in control of it now. Know what's going on. There's no, we have too many tools and resources for us not to know what's really going on with our finances, guys. It's so easy to do as well as easy not to do. I suggest you take the route of being in control of your money, guys. I hope you guys are enjoying the show. Thank you all for joining Veronica Bellamy Inspired. I am going to um, play a song here for you guys, going to take a, a, a small break. So uh, sit back and enjoy. <laughs>
0: in expectation for the glory which shall build the earth. We wait and watch for the promise you spoke to through your word And we heard Expect you now Hear our plea on me the glory expect you now I believe you want to speak Father we expect you now
1: Mr. Brian Wilson um, with Expect You Now um, Guys, you have to live your life every day Expecting God's greatness um, No matter what adversity is coming your way You smile through it all I can tell you guys some show enough stories And I'm sure you probably have stories to share back too um, In regards to how you were able to um, face adversity Um, Dead in the face And and do what you had to do And smile through it all So guys You know Expect God You know He's there You're giving him You know The love and support And and, and praying And going to church And you're You know Paying your tithes You're Spending time with God He is there No matter what And um, Through the things I've been through I've learned to smile No matter what's really Going on in my life Like you cannot Look at me And know possibly The things I've been through So and that's because of God. It's the God in me, seriously. Um, so anyway, that was Mr. Um, Brian Wilson with expect you. Um, so moving on to step number, where we at? Step number four um, in uh, good money management, and all of these steps really will help you to, you know, not only prepare for savings, retirement but also um, help you to improve your credit score if you're having challenges with that. You may be thinking about buying a house, buying a car. um, You know, your credit score is is valuable, very valuable. So it's going to determine if you can even get, you know, that purchase um, and then how much you will be charged on the back end for the purchase. So um, number four is build an emergency fund of at least three months living expenses. Um, So... With that, you know, really it's all about just having, you know, the money saved. So say your monthly expenses are, um, say, $8,000 a month. Um, You need to have a reserved savings account that has $24,000 sitting in and waiting. If anything ever came up, Um, God forbid you, you know, left a job or whatever the case may be, you have the money there to kind of help and offset um, during that time. So the suggestion there is to have at least three months of reserve savings um, sitting, waiting, if any event that you ever have to use it. Um, let's see here. I'm looking, in the article that I'm looking at basically just talks about there's a site. Um, I'm going to give that to you guys so you can go and look at it yourself and plug in the numbers as it applies to your personal life. Um, but it's www.bankrate.com bank, B-A-N-K, rate, R-A-T-E, .com. And um, basically it, it breaks down the numbers. You can plug in um, the amounts and the percentage and things of that nature. Um, so it says what will it take to save for a goal. Um, and so like the first slide, it says savings available today. Um, then the next slide is interest rate you expect to earn on your savings. Um, and then it just, you know, the total amount desired. So it it basically is a a tool that you can plug in and um, see what you need to do to reach a desired savings goal, okay? Um, Step five, prepare a will. uh, That's critical. You know, even if you are 25, get you a will. Like it's never, you're never too young to have a will. You can get a will um, by contacting Um, An insurance company, you can contact, uh, I know one company that was really big on doing wills. um, What's the name of that company? you will come to me in just a second. But it's plenty of ways that you can go about getting a will done. You can contact your bank to see if they have any type of resources available. Um, Contact a local financial advisor in your area to see if it's something they can help you with. Contact an attorney, of course, and see if they can help you with um, setting up a will um, so that you you know, you know, have something in writing um, that really determines where your money goes, God forbid, if something was to happen to you. You can even write your own will um, and get it notarized. So it's you handwriting out what goes where to who, why, whatever, and um, then having that notarized. Um, and so that would be considered a will. Um, but I would suggest, of course, that you contact an attorney and get the advice from them. Um, for clarity on, you know, creating that will. Um, Step six, and time is kind of dwindling down here, so I'm kind of moving um, through these steps. Um, Shop around for the best insurance rates and coverage. Um, You can, you know, you have a car, you have vehicle insurance, and I'm finding that with these insurance companies, the ones that I deal with, um, they like to, like, bundle things together so you can have um, life insurance with them, your car insurance with them, Um, Some of them even do, like, vehicle financing, um, which can be to your advantage depending on, you know, what interest rate was offered to you when you purchased or whatever. Um, But shop around, you know, go to Geico, (laughs) Um, go to Prudential, go to other companies um, in your area and contact them and find out exactly, you know, how much they would charge you for, you know, starting up a plan with them Um, because you may be with a company Um, and have worked with them for years, but you may not be getting the lowest amount. So that's one way for you to really create extra income to put towards savings by shopping around for different services by different companies and getting the best rates. So don't be afraid to do that. Um, An educated person, informed buyer will do that. You will shop around. You will not take the first um, response that comes to you, okay? Uh, It's only going to be... Your benefit. This is your money at the end of the day, so you want to make your money work for you is what that's all about. Okay, step seven, look around for and switch to credit cards with lower interest rates. I think I talked about this last week um, and how you can transfer your balances. Like if you have a card that has, say, a 15% um, interest rate on it, shop around um, to these other creditors and, and see if you can get a lower interest rate, have your balance transferred over. Um, you may be lucky enough to get a 0% interest rate. Um, usually with a 0% interest rates, it's um, an introductory offer. So you may have that interest rate for, say, a year. So say your credit card has an $8,000 balance on it and you transfer it over to a 0% interest rate um, credit card, then you're basically paying nothing but that $8,000. So the best thing for you to do is to try to get that $8,000 paid off at no interest Um, within that 12-month time frame before the um, introductory offer expires because once it expires, that 0% is going to, you know, go up to whatever they generally charge any of their customers, okay? So certainly with that as well, shop around, look around. Um, You can, you know, Google this information and find, you know, comparative um, reports on which would be best for you. And, of course, what you find um, is going to be based on your, your credit or your credit score so it's critical guys if you have you know some credit challenges to start working on it to pull your credit report i recommend pulling the credit report at least once a year um in january look at it see what's going on make sure that you know you don't have any hiccups there um i've seen on mines where there were a couple of inquiries that was just sitting there like for years that have been beyond the seven-year, quote-unquote, period that things stay on your credit and um, even inquiries, like, really impact your credit score. So I challenged those inquiries on my report, and they came off. So um, it's just really about, you know, really staying on top of things and looking at things and um, being honest with yourself about it as well and not taking what's in front of you. If you know it's wrong, don't be afraid to challenge it, really, really. Um, even with, you know, if you have, say you have a something on your credit report, um, like a bill you never paid off, a medical bill that you never paid off, and it, the balance is on your on your credit report. Um, somewhere I read that you could actually contact that creditor. If it's on your credit report, it's going to be on there, even if you pay it off. It's going to be on there for at least seven years. Um, but the thing to that is if you contact that creditor, you can try to negotiate a balance, um, an amount to pay off, so usually they'll offer you something, say 75% of the balance um, for you to pay off, and then they can set it up with like, you know, monthly installments for you to pay it off if you can't pay off the total balance at once. Um, But when that seven-year time frame is up, you've paid it off, and um, it's a zero balance. You don't have to worry about it anymore. You want to pay it off because you don't want them to sell that debt to another company Um, after seven years and it's put back on your report like a lot of people I think do that and then they're thinking that okay I am never going to have to worry about this seven years has gone by it's on my report I might as well not worry about it well no what's going to happen is in in seven years they're going to sell it and then it's going to pop back up on your credit report about a year later and then you're like oh crap okay yeah so when that happens, I mean, the first time you see it, go ahead and pay it off. You know you owe it. Pay it, right? So it's just that simple. Moving on. Um, step number eight, follow a monthly spending plan. Um, I have an article here that I am going to share with you guys. Um, this actually came from a lady who is a um, a money coach and an author as well, and she The article goes on to read, um, Forget Budgeting, Get a Spending Plan. Um, The money coach, she's uh, been to more than 40 countries and even took her mother with her to to Italy for cooking school. Um, She wasn't born with a lot of money, and she didn't win the lottery. She has a spending plan. You might call it a budget. She doesn't. A money coach and author, Deborah um, Nucky says she doesn't even use the word budget quote-unquote when she counseled people because of its negative connotations Um, the word budget says self-deprivation she says the way I approach I talk about creating a spending plan and start from what do I want to make room for start with what you'd really like to spend and how you can create that space it's not about being frugal it's about saying what's most important to me and how do I get there. Okay, so you can say budget, but think spending plan. Just like eating right, eating right and exercise, just about everyone understands the value of a spending plan or quote-unquote budget. But unlike nutrition and exercise, most people don't get an education in money management. Most people don't budget properly because they're not taught to. And that was a quote from... Um, Um, Howard um, Vorkin, um, he's the president of Consolidated Credit Counseling. Um, There are no courses I know of, especially in the high school level. Um, A lot of families purposely don't talk about finances. I think that's extremely detrimental. Um, Basically, all the experts say that the place to start is to track every expense, even snacks from vending machines and change put in parking meters for a month. The process itself is time-consuming at the outset, but it's not difficult. On one chart, write down all of your income. On another, write down all of your expenses, broken into categories for fixed expenses like the house and car payments, flexible expenses that vary each month, including the phone and and your electric bill, and then um, discretionary expenses such as gifts and recreation. Um, Compare the two lists, see where the gaps are and adjust accordingly now be surprised at now be surprised at what you find obviously this is a theory and easier said than done tracking every nickel is a big process and a lot of people don't do it you can make the best budget but if you don't track it what good does it do in my house every month we compare the actual to the budget it's not fun my wife hates me for it is this is the um the Uh, professor talking here. He says, my wife hates me for it, but you have to track um, what you're spending. But writing down where the money actually goes can be a major eye-opener for many families. A lot of people say after they do the tracking, they didn't realize little piddly things really add up over the course of a month. Um, I've even had people tell me it was the impetus of quit doing something like smoking or playing a lottery. When they saw it was such a large amount, they realized that could be the extra $100 a month they were looking for. They had never thought of it as $100 a month; it was just a couple of bucks a day. So look at what you're spending. Um, rules one, two, and three, Nuckley says she asks people to follow three rules: live within your means, take care of their future, take care of your future, and maximize your pleasure, which can mean different things to different people. It might be sending your kids to college buying a certain sports car, taking a vacation. It doesn't have to be frivolous. It just has to be in line with your values. Families have different expenses today than in the past. Twenty years ago, most households had one phone, and long-distance phone calls were for special occasions. Today, it's not uncommon for families to have two or, two or more phone lines plus cellular phones and pagers. Um, they might have a cable bill plus the cost of Internet service which used to be about $30. Um, We know today is much more than that, depending on which provider you're with. Um, Computers with softwares and peripherals, such as printers, modems, and scanners, uh, are another line item that didn't even exist on our parents' household budget sheets. The easy availability of credit and online shopping have made it easier than ever to spend beyond our means. Along with high-tech expenses have come some Internet-based resources like Quicken, the money management software, offers um, a My my Finances section on its website to track all your financial information. Most cooperative extension programs offer family financial planning um, information, Um, so it's just tools that you can use to really go ahead and help um, your families plan out or help your family to plan out your goals. So basically she's saying, you know, start by creating a spending plan, A, what's most important to you and your family. Um, And then, B, start by tracking what's going in and out every single day. Um, And in the, in the, the letter here, she basically alluded to the fact that you may find $100 that you're just, you know, spending and not even thinking about it, oh, it's just $2 a day, you know, that Starbucks coffee, um, you can easily buy yourself some coffee and make it at home. I started doing that um whenever I drink coffee and um coffee is great so my favorite coffee right now is um godiva. If you're thinking about doing that, then that's one that you can really um look to um but yeah, just find small things to uh, the small small the daily spending that you're actually um using and and start tracking it and then cut back and you'll find that you can. Take money and put that into a savings account and really put that or put that towards something that's of value to you and your family, right? So um, that was forget budgeting, get a spending plan. Um, Time is wrapping up here, so let me go ahead and just go on. Um, Number nine, adjust your W-4 annually to make sure you're not giving the government too much money, guys. That's a slippery slope right there because I was reading um, at the beginning of the year how 2014, like the tax rates and everything has changed, um, and your allowances and all that stuff um, has really changed. So I highly suggest that you contact a, an, an accountant, um, someone that's versed in taxes and things of that nature, to find out exactly how those have changed, because the laws definitely have changed. I read it for myself. I'm not an expert, so I'm not going to go into a whole lot of it. Definitely reach out. To even if it's just your HR person, to find out exactly what does this mean. Ten, um, check your credit report annually for accuracy. We covered that. Number 11, contribute to a retirement account 401K and a Roth IRA um, as a means to creating more money for that nesting, that retirement account. It starts like it has already started. It started for you when you were 21, you know, in terms of creating money and wealth for retirement. And then number 12 says comparison shop for the best deal on your mortgage or refinance. And so if you have a 5% or say an 8% interest rate on your mortgage, um, go ahead and start looking around at different companies um, to see if you can refinance and actually get a lower rate. Um, they'll explain that to you. Um, you're usually when you, if you refinance, you start over your, your mortgage term, so the amount of years that you owe um, we'll start over, but you're paying a whole lot less, so you can pay it off, you know, quicker. So there's so much that, you know, you can do with your money, guys, and I hope this series has been, you know, um, inspirational to you to some magnitude. You've been able to get something out of the tips that's been shared um, over the past three recordings, and um, I recommend that you contact either a financial advisor in your area Um Contact uh, crownfinancial.org. Go to the site um, and you know find someone local that you can reach out to to go ahead and create yourself a spending plan. Um, pull out Excel, get to work on creating a spending spending plan. Go to bankrate.com and um, look for ways to achieve your saving goals. Guys, there's so many tools and resources out here. When all else fails, Google. If it's something you want to know google it you will find a plethora of information and insight on ways to improve your finances take control don't go out here just spending frivolously with no real means other than to look cute for that day um that's not going to take you much further in life guys you got to think about tomorrow you got to think about 30 years from now 40 years from now go ahead and get it together don't wait um, and, you know, creating that life that will be beneficial not only for yourself but your kids and then their families as well, guys, and, and teach it to your kids. Um, teach them about finance, finances and the value of money and things of that nature. Um, and I don't think no age is too young, really, to start that. So um, I hope you guys have enjoyed Veronda Bellamy-inspired um, financial series, guys. I'm going to keep Everything, bringing you guys content of relevancy. Um, my whole focus is to just bring you something that you can take back and implement into your life. Um, De Bellamy Inspired is inspired to help you go higher, um, and I bring you guys things that I've, been, I've you know, dealt with, and um, hope that it can be of benefit to you long term. So I really do enjoy you guys for joining. Next show um, is going to be on next Sunday which actually will be February the 2nd, 2014, at 7 o'clock p.m. Stay tuned. And if you need to reach me, go to my site, barondabellamy.com, and um, submit the contact us form, and someone will be in contact with you. Guys, again, thank you for joining. You guys have an awesome week. I'm going to play one last song for you. Stay on the line to hear that song. It's a praise break coming, guys. Love you all, and have a great week, okay? Talk soon. We are
2: not ashamed. We are not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. This is your boy, Benjamin B., giving a thanks one more reason to praise, one more reason to worship, and one more reason to dance. Come on, get on there.